this is a prepaid call from Joe. Welcome to Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker. And I'm your co-host, Anais Lucia. And today we're going to be talking to Kamaj Tahid. It's a real conscientious brother that's locked up in Tennessee. Uh, serving a life sentence as far as what I understand. I'm going to get some clarification on that when we talk to him. But today we're going to be talking about his efforts to be euthanized as opposed to serving a life sentence in prison for a wrongful conviction. So today I really want you to lean back and enjoy this show. I think this is going to be something that uh, people are going to be surprised about, amazed about, and curious about. And with that said, uh, Tamaj, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, uh, my name is Kamaj Tahid. Um, locked up, as Joe said, in the state of Tennessee, serving a life sentence uh, under my government name, Kenneth D'Angelo Thomas. And, uh, uh, pretty soon, January 4th uh, of 2022, it'll make 20 years that I've been locked up. And as Joe said, I'm locked up for a crime that I didn't commit. I mean, and it's there's just no way to describe having 20 years of your life taken away for something that you honestly didn't do. Right. Right. I understand that, brother. I understand that. So tell me, how did you get to that point? Um, how did you get to that point after you got your time? How did you get to that point to where you thought that it would be better if that's the appropriate word, to be euthanized as opposed to uh, serving at your sentence. And when, you, when I say euthanized, am I being correct? Because my understanding, when I first heard about your story, brother, um, if I heard that you wanted to donate your organs um, to, right, like your kidneys. Right. And, uh, yeah, so tell me, how, how, did you, how did you come to that point? What, what was going on with you? Well, you know, you, you, you go through all your people well first I want I want to say this when you initially get charged with with something you actually have no idea about you're like you're dumbfounded you're like no this is not possible eventually they're going to get it right and, or they should already know that this isn't right well I went through the trial I went through the conviction and then I just knew throughout my appeals, I'm like, look, somebody is going to recognize that this is wrong, that they're, they're doing me just gravely wrong here, and somebody's going to rectify the situation. And it was after my very last appeal where the guy who had implicated me in the crime, years after the fact, with me having no idea about it, he first went to his preacher my understanding and then he approached a family member of mine and said he wanted to tell the truth so I thought then I'm like okay the person implicated me in this crime he's telling the truth he, 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 he's telling the court he's willing to tell the court that the prosecutors put him up to lying on me just to get me off the street and I just knew my appeal would go through then, and then for it to get turned down again, and it was my last appeal, it was just like a slap in the face, and I was just like, enough is enough, I mean, by that time, I think I'd already served, um, let me see, 
this was 2015, so this was 13 years. And I'm seeing my mother get sick. My father, his health was, um, was going downhill, and, and he's died on me since. And I just listening, talking to him as he's going through dialysis, and I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm like, there's got to be a way for me to donate you a kidney uh, so that you don't have to go through this anymore. Those times he was able to come and visit me, you know, I could just see the life draining out of him. He couldn't even stay long, and I was like, there's got to be something I can do. So, you know, I went through the quote-unquote proper channel to see if I could donate a kidney to my father and still was getting turned down at every turn. So, mm. with, with, with that being said, I'm, I'm, I'm serving this time, waking up every day to, this, to the chaos of prison that I know you, you, you well familiar, feel familiar yeah, with. No doubt. And my children, my children getting older without me. And I'm like, I'm of no benefit to nobody. And I'm suffering every single moment of every single day in prison. So without my, my attorney's knowledge, I researched um, was there a way for me to be put to death uh, and to donate my organs to my parents. So I'm like, I'm no use to anybody, including myself, just sitting and rotting in prison, just waiting to die anyway. So let me yeah. be of some type of use, some type of service to those that I love. That's when I came up with that. Wow. And okay, so you say that uh, you, without your lawyer's knowledge, you researched how to go about it. I I, I researched how to go. I initially had the idea. I'm like, look, because I've always had it in my head that it, it would just be better for me to have the death penalty than a yeah. life sentence. Because the death penalty to me, if I had it, I would have dropped it all of my pills, I would have dropped all of my pills and just said, look, just put me, just put me to death. Just, right. just put me to death. Just Let's just go and get it over with. I'm tired of doing all this stuff. And right. so I was basically trying to convert my life sentence into a death sentence. And so I did all the research on the death penalty myself. And I'd already, uh, you know, I, I, I stayed pretty current as much as I possibly came in with the news. And I, I see it, it was a few people fighting um, to be euthanized where they were continuing to suffer. And you had people fighting against them, trying to keep them alive. And I'm like, why do people in this world want others to continue to suffer? Why can't somebody right. make the decision for their own life? end it all. I mean, it's their life. This is my life. And no one can tell me that it's better off for me to continue to wake up every single day, go to sleep every single day in yeah. prison and just suffer, 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 suffer than to be put to death, which we'll always see anyway. Wow. Wow. So this process, so you, you file papers to the courts? I, I filed um, to the Tennessee Supreme Court. I, I okay. filed, um, that was that part of the appeal. I'm like, I, I again laid down, I, I made it clear my yeah. innocence first and foremost of right. this crime. 
And right. and I also I I brought up all uh, as much as I could put in it. So many other wrongful convictions similar to my own, where people had served twenty, thirty years or more, and then they were let out and released. And I'm like, I just don't want to go through that. And I still say to this day, I don't want to. I don't want to do thirty years in prison, and then they say, okay, we were wrong. We're gonna let you out. No, I just have ten more years of suffering. I'd rather not go through. It. Right. So you you eventually got to the point to where you you were waiting to hear from the governor. I was the, the Tennessee the Tennessee Supreme Court. The, the Tennessee governor, Supreme Court was going to make the final decision. Okay. So when they concluded, decision. okay, when they concluded that they wouldn't grant it, what did they say? How did that motion read? What was what was the what was the language? They just. Tennessee Supreme Court, I don't know if uh, people are familiar uh, with how this court system works, but you have something called a direct appeal, which you have a right mm-hmm. to go to the Tennessee Court of Criminal Appeals, but the Tennessee Supreme Court is kind of similar to the U.S. Supreme Court, where they can look at cases that they want to, and they can also ignore those that they want to. So what they did, mm-hmm. they, instead of dealing with the issues, and dealing with everything that I brought up, um, yeah, I got it on good authority. They said this 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 is basically too hot to handle, so they chose right. not to even hear that particular appeal. They didn't even want to deal with it. Wow, they didn't want to deal with it. They didn't want to deal with it. So now today, um, you still feel that way, even though you're. You're being positive and productive. Do. do you still feel like, you know, you're suffering and you'd rather just die? I do. I do. I, do. I, I, I honestly feel that way. Like, um, yeah. now, um, well, like I said, my father, and my father was my hero. That, that, yes. that was my guy. Um, yeah. I lost him a couple of years ago, 2019, and that just, I mean, it just, it done something to me. And, um, it just it just made my resolve even stronger, and not just that, but even recently, a couple of months ago, my oldest son was diagnosed with uh, a rare form of cancer, and yeah. I don't know if Sorry to hear that, bro. one he'll need. Yeah, I don't I don't I appreciate it. And I don't know if he'll need a bone marrow transplant, but even if he does. I don't know if I'll be able to donate bone marrow to him just like I was unable mm. to donate a kidney to my father. And I'm real angry about my father dying because I honestly feel like he'd still be here if I was able to donate a kidney to him. I had no problem yeah. doing it, whether I did it in life or whether I did it in my death. I think my father right. still be here, and I think he still had a lot to, um, to, to, to give to this world. But, yeah, I... I feel even stronger about that. That yeah. instead of me waking up tomorrow here in prison, right. I would rather just be put to death. Every mm-hmm. day, right. it gets stronger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I respect that. I was willing to. Before I said that, I'm gonna ask Anna East if she had any, any questions for you, real quick. I just kind of want to hear more of his stories. Listen. Just... 
Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, I can kind of like see your point of view and I'm kind of sad that you kind of got to that point, but... Yeah, it is sad, isn't it? It is sad. Well, let me, let me okay, then I'll go ahead and, and, and say what I was going to say. One of the reasons, uh, brother, that, I mean, I'm fascinated by the story, of course, but uh, for, on all different types of levels. But, uh, another reason that I wanted to uh, do this interview with you is because I, I, I thought about that, and I, I do remember seeing it on TV when they were talking about it just a little bit. They didn't even give it much attention, as much attention as I thought they should have. Anyway, and... You know, I've been in here for a long time, and and I've gotten to know you through your brother. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, right. And I, he's a good brother. He's a good brother. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> but uh, I call him crazy all the time. You know what I mean? But he don't like that. You know, right. we go and, back and, and forth. You, know? <laughs> you better know right. it. You better know it. Yes, sir. So anyway, and uh, and I'm going to give him a shout out real quick. Yeah, I, I, that's what he always shout out to Kaka. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, so, yeah, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, it on another level, it did disturb me a little bit that a brother with, like you, with so much to offer, uh, would get to that point to where you would conclude that you would rather die, even though I see the, the honor in what you were trying to say and do, uh, at least let your life be use for some good even in your death so i get that part right but i get it i do i get it but at the same time brother i'm saying wow you know uh, i had to free myself mentally first from this prison i don't concern myself with all the uh the issues of how i got here now i know how i got here you feel what i'm saying and the circumstances surrounded and the people involved i get it man i do you know but once I freed myself mentally, and I'm not trying to imply that you have it. You feel me? I'm not trying to imply that. But once I did that, right, right. I was able to see, I was able to see value in what I could do even from this point of view. You feel what I'm saying? Even from this side of the right. fence. Because, yeah, because at the same time, you know as well as I, I would assume that people that are out there on the opposite side of this fence, they're in prison worse than we are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can't right. get up. And, and, they're and, suffering uh, as well. Yeah. They're suffering Yeah, as well. they are suffering. I mean, they are suffering. So, I, yeah, I think go ahead. My, my, my mother, my father, my, 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 my children have been forced to grow up without a father yeah. because of this injustice. My, yeah. my mother, she always said, she said, before I die, I just... Uh, my baby's home with me at least one more time. That's me and my brother. Yeah. And yeah. just to to hear stuff like that, I mean, it's it's like it's it's it's, it's constant just, just stab wounds to your to your spirit. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. So I mean, and and I get it, and, and I understand that people still have um, an offering to the world. But I think in my death, it would have been an offering to the world, too, even outside of donating my organs. It would be mm-hmm. saying to the world, much like those captives on the slave ships that threw themselves overboard, that yeah. it would be saying that, all right, maybe this will show others the injustice of this. 
yeah. to where they can't do this to anyone else. And right. so right. I want people to understand how horrible the imprisonment of people, not just wrong, the wrongfully, wrongfully convicted, but also right. just people in general. Right. I know yeah. I know it's a whole lot of cats and that try to make it seem like that this isn't um, so horrible that they're having a, a ball and you know a, a lot of these oh, young yeah. cats that I communicate lying to themselves. With. Yeah, lying to themselves like like this yeah. shit is fun or it's a right excuse me or it's a right of yeah. passage and it's not. It yeah. is terrible. It's not. You're away from your family. You're away from your friends. Your community. You, you 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 may be able to offer a little something to the world, but not a, a, a percentage of what you could offer if you were out there free. And I wanted my yeah. death. I, I, I would have been the first in the U.S., and, yeah. but I don't think I would have been the last. I think a lot of more people would have used that option. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, think a lot of people honest. would have. I, I I agree with you on that. But on the flip side of that, brother, I believe that um, our voices, uh, they are, they, they, if, if we get it in our minds, we get it in our hearts that this is what it is right now, right? And whether I end up being here for the rest of my life or not, right? I will continue to speak out. I will continue to do the type of shows that we're doing and, 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 and with my podcast and all of that kind of stuff because I believe that, you know, I can make a contribution. I can continue to be. Yeah, I hate that I was not there for my two sons and my family, you know, and, and all of the other things that go with being on the other side of that fence. I hate that they had to experience life without me physically being there. And like I was saying, it's like, you got to understand that your voice still has relevance. And one thing I want you to get, bro, if you don't get anything else from me or this interview, right, is that regardless of our circumstances, and I'm not dismissing, I'm not dismissing how what happened in injustices, right? And even though, you know, what you are willing to do is a, it's a noble thing, man. I get it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's an inspiring thing. It's sad, too, bro. I want you to know that. But at the same time, I get it. But what, what I want you to understand is that you still have value now, in this moment, alive. You understand what I'm saying? And your voice, you know, reading your book, you know what I'm saying? And thank you for the book, too. Reading your book and getting to know you through that avenue, it's like an amazing thing. And I believe that if you really, really continue to reach out, somebody's going to hear just because they didn't hear don't mean that somebody won't hear. You feel what I'm saying? So you got to continue to do that and you got to always remember that you never, never, ever know who you're going to touch by what you say. You feel what I'm saying? You never I do, know. I do. You never and, know. And, you know and, what I mean? And I get it. And I get it. And, and, and it's not, at this point, it's not even, well, even at that point, it wasn't even necessarily about me. And now, my suffering is a major part of it, but I just don't want anyone else going through this unnecessarily. And right. I, I thought that that my voice would be as elevated as it, 
as it possibly could be by me saying, look, this is enough. Enough is enough. And maybe in my death that they won't do it to someone else. And that's what I really, I just, I, just to think that it doesn't even have to be my sons or my nephews, just anybody just has to right. go through this unnecessarily. It's just, it's, I don't know, man. It, yeah. it, it, but it, I'm going to say, I, no, I get it, bro. Yeah, I get where you're coming from, but I'm going to say, let me say it like this. One of the ways, another way, let me put it that way, another way that we can ensure that uh, nobody goes through this type of suffering, innocent or guilty, you know what I'm saying? That's my thing, innocent or guilty. Once you get in here, it doesn't matter about you being guilty. You still got to suffer the same things as an innocent person in here. This place is horrible. I don't care how manicured it is. I don't care how clean the cells are. I don't care how cool your celly may be. The separation from your family, whether you are guilty or innocent, it is torturous. And one of the things that we can do together and stretch it out all across this country is to try to break these things up to keep leading us down the path to coming here. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So easily. Right. Now, I got to dismiss now, you know, because they, they get with that mess sometimes and, 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 and blackmailing and, and setting people up. So those situations, you know, we'll have to find a better way to deal with that. But a lot of these self-inflicted wounds, this being a co-conspirator in your own demise, we got to quit I that. Agree. We got to quit that. We have to break that stranglehold. We, and, that, and that's what I'm saying, brother. I need you, I need you to stay on that. I need you to stay on that. And, and be uplifted by the fact that you have value. And I don't know, you know what I'm saying, to what extent you believe or don't believe. You feel what I'm saying? And I don't quibble about what you want to call the most high. You know what I'm saying? I don't quibble about that. You know what I'm saying? But I do know that there is some higher power. You feel me? And I, I don't get into what you want to call him and this and that. But what I do say is this. If he wanted you gone, you'd be gone. You understand? I, and I, I, I agree with you there too. You haven't said anything that I yes. disagree with, and that, and and again, and and I know it might be delving a little too deep, but that's another part of it. I mean, I just feel like the only answers to the a lot of the questions that I have will only come to me in depth. I can't wait to meet the Creator. I know a lot of people say that, but they're oh, really yeah. afraid of death, and I've never really been afraid of death and, and I yeah. personally and, and not not on no arrogant tip but I want to ask the creator why I mean just why all of this and stuff and I don't think I get those answers in this life but in the meantime right, but I'm gonna be I, I gotta share with you but let me show oh wait boy you just hit on something let me share with you what just popped in my mind when you said what you said about asking the creator. You feel what I'm saying? Why? You feel what I mean? And I'm not going to do like our ancestors would say and be like, you know how they'll say, well, why not you? You feel what I'm saying? You know that kind of thing what right. they'll try right, to tell you. Right, but this right. is what just came to me when you said what you said about why. And and, and it popped in my head because cause you can handle it. That's why. Whatever it is that the creator's got going on, because you can handle it. That's why. You're strong enough to handle it. You feel me? Because I don't believe in coincidence or any of that. So we didn't meet the way we met. You know what I'm saying? Through your brother by coincidence.
because he tells me every day he can't wait for us to be together to talk face to face he said he is just like you i said no i'm older than him he's just like me you feel that so you feel me but but yeah, but the thing yeah, is yeah. brother the thing is i think that uh I think that your voice is strong, and and I do encourage people, you know, what I'm saying to check out your book, and and tell people where they can get your book at right now. Bro. Tell people where um, they can get your book. I appreciate that. Um, the book is called uh, "This Is America," and America spelled with is A M E R I K K K A. Subtitle is "The Troublesome Life." Love and Soul of a Conscientious Thug by Kamadi Kaheed, and it can be purchased um, at on Amazon dot uh, com and Barnes and Noble dot com. Um, you can find it online in paperback, hardback, and as an ebook. Okay, cool, cool. I'm I'm gonna ask Anais. I don't know if she can, but I'm gonna ask Anais when she puts this episode up if she can do a link. And Anais, will that be possible if you could do a link to his book so that when people go to the podcast, they can click on the link and get to his book? Yeah, I can do that. Okay, yeah. yeah if, when you put this episode up, yeah, I would like that to be done. And uh, one more thing, I'm, I'm going to wrap this episode up, man. Hey, brother, it's been a pleasure. And we got many more conversations to have, so you can be brainstorming on what you would like to talk about and what you would like to share with the world. You know what I'm saying? And me and Anna East, when we get you back on here, and I want to thank my audience for listening. You know what I'm saying? And thank Anna East for being with us today. It's been a minute since we've been on the show together. She's been busy. You know, life happens. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, this has been another episode of Doing Time with Joe. And like I say, always, if you like the show, share it with your friends. If you really like it, you can donate. And uh, appreciate you. And I'm out. Thank you for using GTL. Thank you.